Welcome to Veterinary Advice, Animal News, and Views, the show dedicated to pets and the people who love them. Brought to you by DrRogerHolisticVet.com, the place for safe and effective natural healing for dogs and cats. Now, here's your host, practicing veterinarian, Dr. Roger Welton. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Veterinary Advice, Animal News and Views. I'm your host, practicing veterinarian, Roger Welton, coming to you from the Florida Space Coast, and I am once again coming to you pre-recorded, as I have been for the past several months, and I'm just going to stop announcing that at this point, because it looks like the pre-recorded format is not going to change anytime soon. I do apologize for that. The uh, My schedule has just been outrageous as of late. A lot of change going on in my career. My blog continues to grow. We're looking at a big site redesign. My Dr. Roger Holistic Vet business also is evolving. And the big thing that I'm really excited about is I am on the verge of closing the deal to begin a new construction project for my veterinary hospital expansion. So all of this is very exciting and I'm happy and I'm grateful, but uh, it's really putting constraints on my time. So I just have to broadcast, which I love to do and I don't want to stop doing that, but I have to do it whenever I have the time. Committing to a live broadcast is just not something I can do right now. In the midst of all that, I also have two little kids that are back in school. My son plays lacrosse. I coach his lacrosse team. I'm just all over the place. And I, I'm, again, I'll, uh, ever so grateful to have all of these opportunities, but the time is just not there. So I appreciate your patience. I'm not going to really announce that uh, I'm doing the pre-recorded format moving forward because I don't see that changing for the foreseeable future, but please continue to contribute to the show through the, your emails. Emails have been forthcoming and almost just about every show we have at least one email correspondent and enables you to still participate in the show. Even though you can't call in live, you can... Uh, Send me an email at comments at web-dvm.net, comments at web-dvm.net. And that could be questions, concerns, just participation. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a question per se. It could be just an opinion so based on whatever I'm talking about. Now, I did take the last few weeks off from broadcasting, so I don't have any emails for tonight, but I do have a great topic, and we're going to dive right into that. Stem cell therapy. It is a very exciting, very cutting-edge, amazing modality that we are able to increasingly treat a growing number of diseases. Diseases that before had we had little answer for, and I'll get into the specifics of that shortly. But first, let's talk about stem cells and what they are, because we need to understand that. <clears throat> stem cells are a biological cell in the body that has yet to differentiate. So the stem cells, basically it's, it's what's known as a progenitor cell. So the, it can really just differentiate into any cellular type, which eventually replicates into any tissue type, which eventually can create organs, repair organs, organ systems, circulatory system, the nervous system, reproductive system, liver, kidney, pancreas, gallbladder, lungs, you know, you name it. That all comes from stem cells. There's two types of stem cells. Uh, there is the embryonic stem cells. So there's stem cells that are part of what's called the blastocyst, which is the very early embryonic stage where basically the organism or budding animal has just a mass of cells and it is in the process of beginning to differentiate and form a fetal structure, 
which eventually will form a new puppy or kitten in the case of people that would be a new baby. And because of that unique, incredible method by which the body differentiates into its different cavities and tissue systems, embryonic stem cells are the most versatile. But we're gonna, what we're going to be focusing on today, for the most part, because that's where we're at in veterinary medicine, is adult stem cells. That's our other kind. Now, a lot of folks don't know this, but the adult animal does have a supply of stem cells in certain tissues. Adult stem cells exist as part of the repair system of the body because stem cells can differentiate into different tissue types, not quite as versatile as the embryonic stem cell, but because they still have that unique ability to differentiate into various cells and engage in, in, in tissue repair, improving tissue integrity, the body has these as a method to, part of the method to repair itself. So broken bones heal. Why is that? Well, in to some certain degree, stem cells are part of that process. A laceration or cut that's going to heal if it's treated properly. We control infection, the body will heal itself. The body has a miraculous ability to heal itself, and that is one of the bases for my DrRogerHolisticVet.com is really teaching and spreading and disseminating information as to how we can prop the body to do what it does best, which is heal itself. And stem cells are very much of that process. So what we're able to do now is isolate stem cells from the patient and bank them, culture them, create a, a profound number of cells, and then use them to repair tissues or treat disease. So when we're looking at adult stem cells, you're going to be essentially able to find a greater density in terms of number of stem cells in younger patients. The younger the patient, the greater the density of stem cells. And it just kind of owes to the fact that you look at young animals versus older animals, who has a greater healing capacity? Who's going to heal faster? Who's going to heal more expediently? The younger animal, of course, versus the older animal. The older animal is not devoid of stem cells. And of course, there's more processes involved in the healing process than just stem cells. The older animal doesn't have as strong an immune system. There's a whole bunch of factors involved in the healing process, but one of them is stem cells are not quite as rich in the older patient, which is why it's important that we focus on the younger pet, the younger patient, because this is the time when you want to be able to harvest those stem cells from tissues and bank them for a later time. And it's really not that expensive and it's fairly easy to do. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. The title of the show is Prepare for Your Pet's Future Health. Because if you have a puppy now or a kitten now and you can harvest stem cells during, let's say, a routine spay or neuter, well, eight to 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, what have you, if you bank those stem cells, Lord only knows where we'll be at in terms of the stem cell therapy technology and what we can do to not just extend their life. We're not looking to just extend a pet's life. We're looking to make sure that there's quality of life. So we're going to extend life, improve quality. And, and I'm, I'm foreseeing a time when we're going to be keeping our pets to 20 plus years old, potentially because of this. 
So banking those cells now is exceedingly important, not just for the sake of the depth of cells, increased cells that we can get from the younger tissue, but also to prepare your pet for that future when inevitably disease is going to occur. Nobody lives forever. No animal lives forever. So disease is inevitably going to happen, whether it's cancer, organ failure, osteoarthritis, autoimmune disease, what have you, eventually disease takes hold. Well, this is a great modality to attack it in a very unintrusive, uninvasive method that is virtually devoid of side effects. So we want to focus on the younger patient, but all is not lost if you have an older patient. If you have a dog who's 10 years old, if you have a kitty who's 14, that's okay because they're not devoid of stem cells. They still have stem cells present in the tissues that tend to be rich in stem cells. So you can still collect stem cells and still engage in stem cell therapy. It may not be as profound and expedient as using a cell line that was collected when the patient was still young, but it's still very worth doing. Believe me when I tell you, it's still very worth doing. And if you if you have a middle-aged pet, say four or five years old, even six, seven, and the pet's perfectly healthy, I would consider harvesting some stem cells now because, again, the younger the patient, the better. So where are we harvesting stem cells from? Well, <clears throat> there are certain tissues that are more rich in stem cells and that primarily what we're focused on is, is two. One is called adipose tissue. Adipose tissue really is the body fat. So fat pockets, and not all fat is created equal. Some areas of fat have a greater density of stem cells than others. And then the other tissue we're looking at is bone marrow. Bone marrow is the inner soft core of bone where all kinds of things occur, including blood cell synthesis. It's very rich in stem cells. Um, collecting bone marrow can be a little bit invasive and painful, so we're, we're a little less focused on bone marrow at this point in time and more focused on collecting fatty tissue. And there's two areas we're going to collect it. Um, one really nice, pristine area of fat that is easy to approach, and I would say the majority of veterinarians are favoring, is a collection of fatty tissue just deep to the abdominal body wall called the falciform fat or falciform ligament it's also known as. We pass through this layer of tissue whenever we're doing abdominal surgery and that's what brings us to harvesting. If you're going to engage in a routine spay for a puppy or a kitten, for example, we're, since we have to get through falciform fat, snipping off some of that fat, putting it in the, the correct uh, container and shipping it off to a company like VetStem that will bank that tissue and create a stem cell line for your pet for future use. It's just so easy to do because you're going to, you know, it's right along your incision line. You're going to spay the pet anyway. You know, just take the extra measure and collect that abdominal fat. Because down the road, when that pet is 10, 11, 12, 14, 15 years old and there's disease, we have that to fall back on. Banking is not that expensive. The collection is not that expensive. Of course, expen expensive is a, a relative term, but it's something you certainly look into and discuss with your veterinarian. I mentioned Vet Stem because that's the company that we're using. Uh, my veterinary hospital, we're starting to get into stem cell therapy, but there's others out there. I'm not being a cheerleader for you know Vet Stem necessarily. They have a good reputation, but if your vet's using a different stem cell company, I'm sure that it's for good reason, so I'm not trying to push vet stem uh, for certain. But at any rate, the younger patient is the time to do it, 
and the ideal time is during that spay procedure. Now, when it comes to neuters, we're not going into the abdomen, obviously. For a neuter, for uh, kitty cats, we're going to do a, a scrotal castration where we're just you know, popping those gonads right out of the uh, scrotum and we're doing ligations on the blood vessels and, and performing a castration. With dogs, it's a little bit different. We push the testicles up into the inguinal canal and do what's called a prescrotal castration, essentially similar process, but you know, either way, we're not looking at going into the abdomen. However, to harvest falciform fat only requires about a one-inch long incision into the abdomen. Teeny incision, really quick to open, grab that fat, close up, and you're accomplishing the same thing, creating slightly more invasiveness for a neuter procedure, obviously, but something that is so worth doing, folks, because we would just go right over the... Um, the an area called the umbilicus, where the umbilical cord used to be attached, essentially their belly button. And we just make the incision right there, really small, pull out that fat, snip it off, close up that abdominal wall. Again, you're talking maybe two or three sutures to close it. No big deal. Um, so, you know, I know that, you know, right now I'm in the stage of my yellow Labrador Bernie is, he's going on uh, nine years old in February. And, um, you know, so I'm in, I'm, I'm in like middle-aged senior patient uh, mode because my three cats also are, are one of them's a senior, two of them's middle-aged. So, you know, at this point, if they do come down with disease, I would certainly can consider harvesting stem, stem cells and utilizing, you know, the older adult stem cells. But certainly when I go back into kitten puppy mode one day, eventually, I'm most certainly going to engage in this because it's just incredible. So uh, just to review... You know, essentially, we collect body fat, ideally from the falciform fat. For older patients, sometimes what do some doctors are doing is collecting the fat right behind the latissimus dorsi. So just behind the armpit, there's a nice fat pocket right there that we can harvest some fat. That's perfectly acceptable too. Uh, but again, that falciform fat is, is virtually, uh, I would, you know, that's what I would, I call it kind of a pristine fat because it's constantly bathed in abdominal fluid. It is free from bruising. And it seems to be a really nice source of fat that's going to be rich in stem cells. We then take that tissue, we send it to a company like VetStem that's going to bank it for us, keep its integrity, and then for the life of the pet, they can culture stem cells from that one sample. That's the other beautiful thing is that you can your veterinarian can order repeated cultures of the set, that same cellular line all, all from one sample. So you never have to really uh, you know, bother the pet at all to get more stem cells. That is a source of stem cells for the rest of the pet's life for whatever may go wrong. So what are we, what are we treating uh, specifically with stem cell therapy? Well, the big thing was osteoarthritis. Osteoarthritis initially was the main treatment focus because what happens with osteoarthritis is you have tissue like cartilage that lines the articulating surfaces of the bones and over time that cartilage breaks down it gets irritated it gets replaced by bone in the body's ill-fated uh, attempt to repair itself and the problem is with cartilage it's not a very vascular tissue so as a result what we're looking at is without great blood supply, it doesn't repair itself well. So the whole body self-repair mechanism is not as effective when it comes to cartilage, tendons, ligaments, connective tissues, essentially, because they're not that vascular. So what we can do is take 
stem cells, inject them directly into a disease joint, and those stem cells can differentiate into cartilaginous cells because they just automatically do that once they're in that environment. And they can actually differentiate into cells that produce joint fluid. So we, we can uh, see a greater ability to lubricate the joint. The body self-lubricates its joints, and we're going to increase that ability. We're going to repair the cartilage, and we're also going to reduce inflammation. You can inject the stem cells directly into the joints. Another way to go, if you just, let's say you don't have specific, perhaps, knee and hip arthritis, shoulder arthritis, elbow arthritis, where you're going to be looking to directly inject into multiple joints, you can actually give the stem cells intravenously, and you can get a whole systemic pickup of the dogs uh, and cats. I'm sorry. I've, we're, we're doing it more in dogs, obviously. For some reason, people tend to be more aggressive in, in treating their their dogs with cutting-edge stuff than, than with kitties. But quite a few kitties are benefiting from stem cells, especially when it comes to kidney failure. I'll get to that in just one moment. But, um, you know, they're... they're are a couple different approaches that you can do with treating osteoarthritis. Now, uh, one particular surgical specialist, a good friend of mine, Dr. Jeff Christensen, who's actually been on this program a few times, he actually is an advocate of doing local intraarticular joint injections and then giving also a systemic intravenous injection. And he's having phenomenal results. And these results will make the pet more sound uh, and improve quality of life for sometimes one to two years. And then once once we see the, the tissue starting to break down again, you can repeat it. Because like you said, the veterinarian could call it vet stem and say, okay, well, I, need more, I need some more cells. Within two to three days, you have them and you can go ahead and repeat the treatment. So other things we're looking at as far as rep- repairing of tissue, treating disease, treating degeneration is spinal cord injuries. We see a lot of herniated discs in dogs, especially dogs that have an elongated conformation like dachshunds. Corgis, basset hounds hurt their backs all the time. Little little dogs like Chihuahua come Chihuahuas and Yorkies commonly hurt their backs. And sometimes these herniations are so severe that they actually impinge on the spinal cord and can cause partial paralysis or complete paralysis. So we're looking at using it for those cases, and the, the data so far is and research is very promising. We're treating certain cancers with stem cell therapy, and we are also and this is, goes back to the kitty cats, the number one killer of cats, kidney failure. Uh, chronic kidney failure is a degenerative kidney disease. Essentially, the body continues to live on, but the kidneys are gradually degenerating. They're breaking down. And really, dietary modalities is, is, is the main method we've had to help to sustain these kitties, improve quality, and contribute to longevity, making these kitties, you know, hopefully live longer. But beyond that, we didn't really have much at our disposal, whereas now we're looking at helping to repair those kidneys to a certain degree, utilizing stem cell therapy. Because short of a kidney transplant, once those kidneys are shot, once they're gone, there's nothing really you can do. And uh, Texas A&M, College of Veterinary Medicine, was actually looking at doing kidney transplants and kitty cats, and they just didn't go well, uh, and they were hideously expensive. So stem cell therapy is a really nice alternative to that. Uh, so, so you know, I'm just naming a few things here, throwing them out there, and there's a number of things that I, you know, I'm not actually mentioning because I only have so much time here. I can't get into everything, but, you know, certain heart diseases, valvular, valvular disease of the heart, um, pulmonary disease, meaning the disease of the lungs, chronic chronic airway, inflammatory disease. I mean, uh, the list 
is ever growing and I could I could just keep talking here for another half hour on the different things that we're using stem cells for. The beauty of it is you're utilizing the progenitor qualities of the stem cells in order to treat these patients and and so essentially you're just enhancing the body's own self repair mechanism. So there's no side effects. I mean, yeah, we got to sedate the patients to harvest, obviously, and we have to sedate the patients to do intraarticular, you know, joint injections, but we don't have to sedate them to do intravenous injections. So, you know, beyond the sedation, really, there's no invasiveness, there's no toxicity, there's no side effects. So that's the other beautiful thing. You can even, you know, consider it in the realm of holistic medicine. You know, holistic medicine in that you're, you're propping the body to heal itself. So, of course, you know, the Western modality is treat the disease, whereas the more Eastern and holistic alternative modality is treat the body, enable the body to heal itself. And really, I look at stem cell as a holistic treatment. Even though it's cutting edge, it's highly technical, it's still a holistic treatment. It's just a very high-tech one, high-tech holistic, kind of like the therapy laser. So, folks, ladies and gentlemen, bear this in mind. You're getting a puppy, you're getting a kitten. Take that extra effort, take that little extra expense, Bank those cells because at a later time, believe me when I tell you, your pet will benefit from them. Your family will benefit from them because you won't have to say goodbye to that pet as soon. You will be able to have quality of life for that pet longer. You'll have your friend longer. And, uh, you know, I certainly going for my own pets and for my own family, I'm going to definitely engage in it when the time comes. If you have a senior age pet, all is not lost. They fat can still be harvested banked, cells cultured, and the patient treated, that can still be done. It's not as robust as using cells from the younger patient, but it's still very effective. I've had a number of cases that have done very well with stem cell harvesting from tissue from, you know, the older years once the disease is already diagnosed. So don't don't turn your head away from stem cell therapy just because you have an older patient and you've missed the boat, so to speak. But at the same token, if you have a young pet, don't miss the boat. Get those stem cells harvested so you can be proactive in the future. That's my show for this evening. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm so happy to see that uh, despite us not having gone live for some time, the listenership continues to increase. And that's just that's just phenomenal. You are all wonderful. I thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say. And I will talk to you soon. Have a great night. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network, with gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply, other restrictions may apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.